Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like beer? Do you like free? How about, you guessed it, free beer? As a valued listener, we'd like to bestow upon you just that. Thanks to our good pals at Beer52.com, you have the opportunity to sip eight delicious and painstakingly sourced craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash natter and cover just the postage of £4.95. And, if that wasn't enough... As a listener of the Newcastle Natter, you'll get two extra free beers. So that's ten free beers. Beer 52 are beer pioneers. They traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries planet Earth has to offer. No surprise, then, that they are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month, Beer 52 deliver a case with a different theme. Themes have included Germany. Korea, Belgium, South Africa, California, New Zealand and many more. But they haven't forgotten their roots. As an independent UK company, Beer 52 are also passionate about the UK craft beer scene. The beauty of Beer 52 is that you can leave any time. The power is in your hands. As well as the best, most interesting beer money can buy, your case will include the award-winning craft beer magazine Ferment which explains the theme and individual beers you'll receive and a beery snack is thrown in just to top it all off. Don't like dark beers? Choose the light plan. Easy. Just go to uh, www.beer52.com forward slash natter to get your case free. And don't forget, right now, Newcastle Natter listeners get two extra free beers. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. And I am joined by Paul Doolan. Hello. Uh, the world's changed quite a lot since the last. <laughs> yeah. Slight understatement. I think the uh, last one we were looking forward to the FA Cup quarter final. Yeah. The good news I'm wondering is. Wondering if we could get a result against Sheffield United. Two things yeah. that are not front of my mind at the minute. 
Well, the good news on the Newcastle United front is that um, we're unbeaten uh, now in uh, at least a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, I, I can I, see us keeping it up for a while. I think time-wise, we could be on for one of Newcastle's longest ever unbeaten <laughs> runs. Yeah, I can't imagine or remember a time we'll have gone from March till the end of the season without losing a game. It's incredible. I honestly think the way things are going, <laughs> we could be unbeaten all the way through till Christmas. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, There's a yeah. few ways to go with this coronavirus. I think it's sent both of us a bit giddy. It's quite odd. It, it feels like, and please don't um, take this as uh, distasteful, it feels a bit like Christmas in that I'm, I'm not really yeah. sure what day it is. I, I just took a... Drinking heavily I, every day. I just took a can of beer out of the fridge, even though it's a weekday afternoon. As you say, we're recording this at half four. I've still got the same tickly cough, guys. I know that that is, if that was uh, socially unacceptable on when we recorded the last podcast, uh, right now, walking out on the streets, fearful that I may cough in public. I mean, it's, it's a really, really risk, risky thing to do. I'm very, I'm, uh, you know, it, it, it feels like the steampunks might grab me. <laughs> and the steampunk's taking over in your area now my area how's it going in your sector <laughs> i mean the uh, in your sector my sector's not too bad we're quite near the forbidden zone so that's tricky but there's a gauntlet you have to run just to get to the shops if you can make it down there you're fine it's, it's just all drones in our sector i should say to all the Newcastle Natter listeners, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you are doing all right. Uh, yeah. Because it, it is, you know, we're going to try and get through it, but it is a, a nasty situation. Um, and uh, although myself and Paul are in uh, a major part of the football community, um, we're not quite at the level where we get uh, COVID tests. So, um, and <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I it's, think it's, as well, it's it's obviously a very stressful time. Everybody's worried about jobs and paying mortgage or rent. But there will come a time where we look back and go, "I had this long off work," and if you waste that time, <laughs> you will hate yourself afterwards. So just go out, write a play. I hope so. I mean, I'm not sure I've had a moment for a long time where I've uh, regretted having a child more. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> it is tricky. I mean, there's the videos of these... There have been some from some footballers, the videos of these celebrities in their mansions on lockdown. Oh, yeah, just saying, like, stay at home. But yeah, so Arnold Schwarzenegger had one from a hot tub and you kind of think, well, that's it's all right for you to stay at home. 
stay at home with your own personal gym and swimming pool and fucking games room. Um, <laughs> I um, I have come close to buying a pool table. I've had to talk myself out of it several times. Do it. I think if I think that um, yeah, I think for some of you out there, um, it could be quite an enjoyable time. Who knows? Um, uh, this, yeah. Have you watched much Sky Sports news in the last week or so, Paul? No, I've I cancelled my Sky a while ago, and it seems like quite a, a wise decision now. It is wise because I'm stuck into a contract, and uh, Sky Sports right now is n- what Sky Sports should be doing. And I feel this quite strongly, and I'm, I almost want to contact them and say, Sky Sports should start showing full Premier League games yes. from the top. Not highlights. They should show a full game. Classic I game. I would watch, I'd watch any game now. And at yeah. that point. I think they should show full day's play from test matches. Like, why not? Why not? It's, you know, you could relive it. <coughs> I, it's a very I mean, different I, type of withdrawal because I think you get to the end of a season normally and then there's the break and you're ready for it and you prepared yourself and you reach the end of a season and you've kind of got saturation point with football. But this has come so out of the blue. As well. You'll have like Wimbledon or the cricket or whatever. Yeah. Sky Sports News is incredible because it's, it's literally just announced. It's just the news now. It's just announcing things that have been cancelled, and it's all like we're sort of getting beyond that now as well, because they've everything has been cancelled. There's not even that to announce. So now they're just sort of saying, "Hmm," they, they're sort of feeling sorry for players. How are they keeping fit? <laughs> Stuff. <Yeah. laughs> not a lot to say. Um, How are you keeping fit during this? I think I'm going to emerge from this so fat, Paul. (laughs) It's hard to comprehend just how fat I will be at the end of uh, of this uh, period of lockdown. Um, Further, just going a little bit more into what I think the broadcasters should be doing, during this uh, apocalyptic period. I think match of the day, as we all know, was replaced last Saturday night because there were no games. It was replaced by uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys Live. Yes. Now, that received a lot of um, opprobrium. Is that the right word? Yeah. It received a lot of criticism from people. Or hate. Hate. Now, I and... uh, on the one hand, I would say that the, the people who are going to be worst affected uh, by this situation are probably have quite a strong overlap with um, the people who enjoy Mrs. Brown's Boys. So, oh, I don't I know. Think, okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's... it's if it had been only no... fools and horses, I think you'd be spot on. I think the overlap of football fans and only fools and horses... That Venn diagram is pretty close to being a circle. No, what I meant was uh, 
older people are going to be poorly affected by the virus. Older people enjoy Mrs. Brown's Oh, board. I see. I thought you went affected by the cancellation of Match of the Day, the real crisis. No, that's where I'm at. But uh, somebody pointed out, this is what I think Match of the Day should do. They should just show full matches of the day from previous seasons. Yeah. But not from like two seasons ago, from like 10, 15 seasons ago. You know? Just from get live from Gary Lineker's house. Yeah, he can like, uh, well, no, he can um, introduce it, but they should show with the punditry from the time, you know? Like when Luar Luar made it, you know, when Luar Luar made his debut, and they're like were highlighting him and saying how good he was, and you know, I think I would thoroughly enjoy that watching full episodes of, of Match of the Day from the past. I would watch tramp fights at the minute. I'm that desperate for sure, some yeah. kind all, of sport. All tramp fights, just tramp fights. Yeah, I think. I think there's a very real chance, Paul, the way things are going. Um, in a couple of years, you'll get to see a lot of tram fights. Yes. Well, maybe just live from a sports hall, you have sort of a group of over 70s and one person with coronavirus sort of running around spitting, kind of like dodgeball. Jesus I don't know if that would be untelevisable. I'm just saying, if, if BBC don't do it, Sky will. Yeah, anything, anything could happen, it feels like, right now. Um, so, I, I, I don't know how... how we're, we're sort of checking in with you, just to sort of... With with uh, you, uh, the Newcastle Night listener, just to sort of say, we hope you're doing all right. And um, just to sort of like... Uh, say that maybe any ideas that you have on how we could keep this going because who knows how long this is going to last, but we all sort of need to keep each other sane. Right. So, yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, on a personal level, um, going to the pub with, uh, Paul Doolan is quite a large part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, just uh, being able to go out and socialise is something I'm 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 going to miss. So just being able to do this will be quite good fun. So um, we might try some idea? more kind of interactive stuff as well to get a, an extended YouTube highlights thing of a Newcastle game, so that you can watch along with us with cans, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's the that was a, a good idea that Paul had. Um, so the idea is that we. We so any ideas that you have, any links that you have to uh, extended YouTube highlights of particular Newcastle games from the past. Ooh. And one thing as well, Premier Passions. I've still never seen it. The what, Peter the Sunderland? Reed Sunderland documentary. Well, we'll tell you what. Will you go and watch that for homework? <laughs> okay. Because it's got I don't, football in it that I will definitely watch as much as possible. It's brilliant. And by the way, on a similar note, the, um, the is it called Sunderland Till I Die, the Netflix series? Yes. Series two is coming out very soon. So um, at least we have that to look forward to. But um, uh, I don't know if watching Premier Passions and recording us watching it would work. Just yeah, it's not... Why? Be able to hear 
but you should do some homework and watch that as should you the the listeners but any sort of like extended highlights you have of games that are on youtube we found a couple but any good suggestions we have i don't feel like we should watch something like the famous five nil or the four three i just feel like everything's been said about them yeah um that was the five nil against manu and the four three loss against liverpool i was referring to but any other ones i mean the arsenal four four would be a a fun one that that could be a fun one to watch or even if we just cover classic games but even ones that aren't that classic, do you know what I mean? Just ones where you can sort of go, oh, yeah, who's this coming on? Is that Diego Gavilan? Um, or we uh, could do that, reviews of seasons as well. We have to go through different aspects of the season. Sure, yeah, that's a good idea. You see, um, a couple of years ago, we went through a period, long-time listeners will know, we went through a period where we sort of did, we did like an all-time uh, Premier League Newcastle 11, and we did like all-time sort of like Cult 11, or we did a lot of these things. Um, and we sort of feel like we've rinsed that. But I think we could come up with some more fun things, like a watch party. What, let's watch things together. Are you typing, by the way, or tap dancing? It's quite hard to tell. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just like tapping my sort of. I'm just tapping the cursor on my computer. Sorry. Okay. I'm so on edge. I'm so on edge. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> who knows uh, where things are going uh, in terms of football? I would imagine the takeover is probably off now. Yeah. If it was ever on. Yeah. I mean, one silver lining is that um, uh, Mike Ashley might not come out of this all that well. <laughs> but yes, then neither will any. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I didn't mean health-wise there. I meant business-wise. Yeah. Um, Although I'd be amazed if there aren't some underlying health conditions with him as well. Sure, but well, I not don't, that we want we anyone don't, to be. No, no. I mean, let's not cross any lines here, Paul. Wow. Um, but I think I think the listeners can read between the lines. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, uh, yeah, who knew? I. They're talking about uh, as it stands. They're saying. That football is uh, postponed until at least April 30th. That is clearly, it's clearly not starting again on April 30th. Yeah, I think everybody knows that. Yeah. So, who knows whether we've heard this conversation a lot this week, and I don't know if we can say anything new about it. What do you think should happen with the season? Let's say that. Uh, we're a, we're allowed to go to stadiums and watch football again in uh, September. What do you think should happen? I would say finish the season and then just have cancel the next year's season because then nobody's really missing out on relegation or promotion. And then just have an extended period where the season would be for a new made-up competition or two, or just friendlies. 
Yeah, you could make a sort of um, a, a World Cup of Premier League teams or something. Yeah. Or you, you could, could make... just say, you could stagger the games out more as well so it takes place over a season and then have the Champions League games after the Premier League season's finished, after all the seasons are done. So you don't have to be having like games on a Monday, then a Wednesday, then a Saturday, then a Sunday. Just have all the games on Saturdays, extend them over the whole of next season. On the one hand, everyone will be skint, or at least a lot of us will. But on the other hand, when all this is over, I think we're going to be so desperate to go out and watch football and yeah. go to the pub, to sort of enjoy life, that it will be a shame to um, to have less football but um i see what you're saying i do quite like that idea finish the season because that seems fair it seems like you have to finish it yeah so finish the, apparently there's you know there's a lot of problem with contracts because the players contracts typically end in june i think so you know the players would be expecting to move this summer and would be wanting to move and then but like you sort of need to finish the season with the same squads, really. I don't know. I don't know. There'll be sure, somewhere there's around. Not, there's not going to be any clean way of doing it perfectly, but this there's seems no the most fair to me. But I do quite like that idea of finishing the season, and I hope that includes us finishing our FA Cup run. And yeah, then just, uh, just change how regularly the football's on. And then let's say that that um, in this imaginary world that might even be quite optimistic that I've made up where we can play football again in September, that that takes us finishing all of that, all the, the Champions League, the FA Cup and the Premier League takes us up to Christmas. And then the new year till May, just have, just invent this mental tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be really fun. Just a Europe-wide knockout competition, starting with hundreds of teams. So sort of top three or four divisions from every country. Completely random draw. What about a Royal Rumble? I'm like a massive bitch. What about Winner Stays On? You (laughs) start with Barcelona and teams have to just come up to play them and whoever wins gets to stay on the pitch. Right. But then, like, if you're lucky, you get to play Barcelona when they've had a few pints. <laughs> yeah. It could be their 15th game. Uh, oh, dear. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. They, I think you can so, stretch the whole season out until whenever you want to. And there'd still be so, enough football to fill time. And just televise non-league games. Say if you did like Premier League games every other weekend, stretch it out that much, and just televise lower league games on the weeks off. I, I really do hope that uh, the sort of pyramid system in uh, English football is somehow able to survive. I really do hope that the Premier League, who... Um, as difficult as this is, will sure are so loaded that they will surely be able to re- weather this storm. I yeah. do hope that they uh, can do something to help the lower league clubs because that'd be 
you know, that's something to be proud of, our sort of football pyramid, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not taken much for some clubs to go out of business already. But all of these clubs... This year, I mean, not at the moment. I wonder what they did, because um, all of these clubs, I don't know, they survived the Second World War and the First World War. Were these... was something done to help them then? I guess they weren't that they all just sort of ran on gate receipts then and Yeah. They didn't play. need the television um, money as much, but they weren't really who knows? Um, I guess they weren't I mean effectively TV. we are kind of on war footing. We are so whatever okay. happens. Who knows what's gonna happen afterwards? But the I can't imagine there's going to be the, a level of such a lack of intervention that all retail outlets and football clubs lower than the Premier League are going to go out of business. It just seems unthinkable. It doesn't take much at the minute the unthinkable to become run of the mill at the moment within a few days. But that seems, hopefully there's enough of a safety net there. It seemed unthinkable uh, two weeks ago that there would not be any toilet roll for sale within a five-mile radius of me. Yeah, but that'll be back soon. That's just idiots panic buying. Yeah. And it's not the best. Just wash your ass in the shower. Come on, people. Uh, There's a man with IBS who (laughs) regularly regularly goes for uh, the number of shits I do a day regularly reaches uh, double figures. <laughs> Are you on the curtains yet? Yes. Yes. I have been wiping my house with the curtains. Just down to one t-shirt. One yeah. pair of trousers. No curtains. Um, yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, Dave hasn't been able to join us today because he is... Uh, working from home they're still working him to the bone um, but we will uh, have him on yeah uh, myself and Paul now are in a situation where our uh, wives are at home during the day and, and children uh, and children and they're able to witness that's our wives how, and children not our wives are children that needs clarifying I think yeah but uh, I, they're now able to witness just how much little work we do <laughs> yeah I mean my it's girlfriend just we've effectively me. been preparing for this for years I would say my, my daily routine I don't know about yours but it's not changed much at all no, not massively. No, it's just that the things that I stress about on the news seem a little bit more real. But but yeah, just now my girlfriend gave me a little bit of a look when I said, I'm just going upstairs to work and took a can of beer with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has put me in the mood, though. I might go and get one. Mm. Well, having said that, break. I'll go and get a tinny. Is there much more to say? Yeah, go on, we'll take it. Probably not. 
Let's do an ad break. I'm Josh Schneider-Weiler. And I'm John McKenzie. We know that the football news cycle never slows down. But sometimes, don't you wish it did? On the Football Today podcast, we give you in-depth analysis of the most interesting stories from around the world of football. And hear from the most knowledgeable journalists in the game. You can listen to each episode in the time it takes for a single commute. So join us now and subscribe to Football Today, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Paul has just been to get himself a can of beer. It's a bottle. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, All right. we've, we've got time to fill. Let's stretch it out. Who are you drinking today? Well, actually, right now I'm drinking a, a Goose uh, Midway Session IPA, Goose Island. But um, on that on the note of that note of beer and of advertising at the beginning of our uh, podcasts now there's uh, a quite long advert me reading out for beer 52 and the instructions were very specific that i couldn't sort of paraphrase i just had to read what they said but um yesterday panicking that you know i had to sort of get through the rest of this war i um I did actually sign up for Beer 52. Now, and I, I used the Natter promo code. So, um, and it worked. So, yeah, do do that. Go to beer52.com, I guess. And when you ask to put in the promo code, put Natter, and you do get a lot of money off on your first month. Yeah. And I've done it as well, and then I... They do offers quite a lot as well. So if you back out a few months later, you'll get an email with an offer to rejoin and get a free case again. So it's, mm. it's worth I'm doing. Not sure that, I'm not sure that they would want you to tell them <laughs> tell the audience that. Well, way, we've yeah. advertised them and we've both signed up. So both signed up. It's such a good Sweet deal that we both signed up. I haven't tasted the beer yet, but you know, I'm sure it's good. So. Um, yeah. What else? Well, I've got a very Camden. nice Camden Hells on the go. Oh, right. Yes. A Camden Hells. That's uh, more Which of a lager. Right. Yeah. It's, it was what was left at the supermarket. I don't know. It is. It, it, on the one hand, it's like the war in, in the sense that most of the things that are happening haven't happened since the Second World War. It seems as big as them. But on the other hand, there's there's no like there's no bombs overhead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, it's a logistical pain in the ass, but it's not a threat on the same level. Certainly not on that. Yeah, on a, 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 it's not aggressive. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I can articulate what I'm trying to articulate there. I guess I'm saying just chill the fuck out and yeah. uh, we'll be all right somehow. We'll get through um, this. We'll get through this, guys. And, it, you know, this I know that we do have a lot of 
international listeners, perhaps more than we even have British listeners, because um, perhaps the fact that none of us, well, Dave does, but myself and you don't have a Geordie accent. What? Um, yes. Excuse me? I feel like that has somehow sort of given us an international audience. But I know that it's we're all sort of united by this, aren't we? Everywhere in the world, it is mental on one level or another right now. Yeah. I'm going to go to Betfair right now. I'm going to see. I had not anticipated this um, podcast being this long, but I think we're just grateful to have someone to talk to. I'm going to go to Betfair right now and see what is going on, whether there's actually any sport going on. There is the... Australian soccer league is going on. Well, do they, is it Australia and New Zealand? Do they have any cases yet? Well, Tom Hanks, he was in Australia, wasn't he? Of course. Yeah. I think they've got a lot less than us, but they do have it going on. But yeah, there's still football on here on Saturday. Dulwich Hamlet was still playing at home. I think that'll be done by next weekend. Oh yeah, that's, that feels like a a different world. That's all done. But yeah, there's stuff going on in the Southern Hemisphere. I it's, might just go looking around different gardens for games of football going on and just, just start shouting. Yeah. It's so weird. It's affecting Absolutely every area of life, isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything unaffected? Right now, there is a game going on in the Belarusian Premier League. Uh, so, I guess things are sort of going all right in Belarus right now. I remember many years ago, I used to work at Coral, the bookies, and they mm. would quite often show virtual horse racing. I don't know if you've ever seen Yeah, I would imagine that will be still going on. You just have to watch it online. But then if you're watching virtual horse racing and betting on it on your computer, I think you need to take a long look at your your life. Yeah, that'll be you in 48 hours, Paul. (laughs) We're all going to reach places we never thought we would. It's only been a few days. (laughs) Oh, here it comes. It's only been a few days. Can you imagine how mental we're all going to be in four weeks' time? Yeah, I think it's... We're just going to be... It's all going to be a bit different. Who knows? There's no point looking too far ahead. No. No. Just enjoy each second. So, um, yeah, we're sort of rambling on now. So, any ideas that you do have for what we can do in future natters we'll try and get them out to you um possibly with more regularity than previously seeing as we're just going to be doing them from our houses so i think um, we we clearly both need the social contact office as well yeah so we'll try and get natters to you at least once a week and try and find ways of uh making it uh Original and interesting, because uh, everyone can't just be uh, along what the fuck is going on ramble like this one. Yeah. So, uh, uh, any uh, links to uh, 
games from the past, preferably sort of extended highlights, about 20 minutes, something like that, that we could, uh, me, Paul, and hopefully Dave could all watch together and chat about, and you could watch at the same time. I think that's quite a good idea, or any other ideas that you have. Um, any top tens or different categories you want us to go through as well? Because we've, what have we done in the past? Sort of Premier League best eleven. Yeah, we've done a variety of best 11s of Newcastle players. But any sort of other sort of lists that we could bash out? Yeah, we both like a list. Yeah, we do love a list. I think Um, one that we've... I'm not sure if we did it in the pub with Dave rather than on the pod, was the best players to play for Newcastle who were shit when they played for Newcastle. Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. I can't remember if we did that on the pod but let's just assume that we didn't because that's a I mean that opens yeah. you up to like Ian Rush Sol Campbell those sort of people so it's I mean I feel like just doing that now but we won't I mean that we have an incredible team of of players who were shit when they played for us Patrick Clivert yeah Patrick Clivert I feel like we've done the team and we're going to do it now, yeah, but something like that. Yeah. yeah. We could, should we do it or, now or just do our Yeah, fuck it. All right. Let's go. It. Right. <laughs> up front. Up front, you should have... Patrick Cliver. Let's have three up front. Patrick Cliver, Ian, Ian Rush, Rush, and John Dahl Thomason. John Dahl Thomason, yeah. John Barnes, would he be a striker or a yes. midfielder? No, yeah. Put him in midfield. Let's do 4 3 3 and we'll put John Barnes in midfield. Incredible yeah. football. Um, Damien wasn't that shit for us, but he was certainly a lot better. Is that Dam- We've missed out Michael Owen. Fuck, Michael Owen. All right, oh, so we'll have... We'll stick... Okay, yeah, Michael Owen. I think oh. Owen for John Dahl Thomason. Yes. And John Barnes... Um, who else in midfield? Are you saying Damien Duff? Yeah, but he was never That's amazing. But yeah, I don't know what you mean. Sort of Dietmar Harmon. Yeah. yeah. Maybe these Nicky. are positions we put out to the public. Nicky Butt's not a bad show. Alan Smith. Yeah, but none of them were like Patrick Cliver level. No. I feel like yeah. we're probably missing obvious ones, but maybe that's yeah. one. Let us know if you can think of any. Defence, I feel Str- like. Sol Campbell, obviously. Stuart Pearce. He wasn't shit for us. He was quite decent, but he wasn't at his best. No, he was a top, top player before he was with us. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Stephen Stephen Carr, not quite that. That's like the Damien Duff level, isn't it? No, no. I mean, Danny Rose now. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good footballer. Don't know who he is now. I'm sure. Didn't we have someone from Man U who won the top? Was it Ronnie Johnson or someone like that? We had for we a did bit. Have we also had. Uh, a right back who went on to win the Premier League in Dan Danny Simpson. 
but you wouldn't describe him as a top player, would you? He still wasn't that good when they won the season, I would say. No. And we've never sort of had like a, a star keeper on the way down. Oh, didn't we have um years ago, didn't we have Dave Besson? Did we possibly? Dave I'm not sure. Just googling him. Again, it's not Patrick Clive at level. And yes, we did have Dave Besson. He we signed oh, him from him in. Had him for one year. Uh, but who else did Kenny Dalgleish sign? Because there were a lot of his mates who were big players at the time and terrible for us. Even yeah. players like Celestine Babiaro, you could have an argument for. Certainly, yeah, he was a top player before he was over us. And then you've got the ones who sort of went on to great things after they left us. Like, I mean, James Milner. You wouldn't say he yeah. was not in a ship for us, 11. No. Yeah. Wow. There's, a wealth, there's a wealth of uh, choices in the striker. Yeah. Get in touch at Newcastle Natter on Twitter or on our Facebook group, which I think we've got. And just let Which us know if you Twitter. We never promote or check. But yeah, let us know if you think there's anyone obvious we've missed. Yeah. And, uh, and just, just get in contact with us. <laughs> just please, please get in contact with us, please. And um, uh, yeah, good luck. Look after yourselves. Wash your hands, guys. Yeah, wash your hands. And um, have you got to the point yet where you're having to use hand cream because your hands are just ruined from so much washing from wanking from from Um, so much wank? I mean, that's a separate discussion about people who usually work from home and now find their house occupied with their wives and children. (laughs) (laughs) I think we'll do that in a separate pod. Yeah, that is definitely a factor. But um, (laughs) yes, my hands are. I have. I have started using hand cream because they are absolutely fucked because yeah. who who knew i washed my hands so little in the past i think this whole coronavirus is just a ploy by big hand cream big hand cream big bog roll <laughs> big beer big beer big, podca- big podcast big podcast yeah well oh. um it's All business right. as usual anyway for us in a way it's just it's the business is on fire <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there but um, thank you so much for uh, lasting this long look after yourselves and do get in touch with us at Newcastle and Letter and uh, we'll try and uh, keep this going for as long as we can until we're all dead alright uh, <laughs> see ya <laughs> Jesus okay Bye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.